This is Leave Your Mark. I am Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Job Big. He is an international DJ, and he also really likes riding bikes. His mission is to provide bicycles for the children in rural Africa villages so that they can attend school by using the power of mobility. These children also deserve a chance at an education that will enrich their minds and provide a future opportunities. Being born in Rwanda has made Africa a part of who he is and he will become important to him to empower the youth the best that he can. Thank you for being my guest here today, Javik. Thank you for having me. Hi there and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it. It's Cortez. If freeze and chubbies in it. It's Cortez. Leave your mark. It's about inspiring the world. One guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb. It's Cortez. You heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. You have a very interesting life. I want to share with the audience uh, a background on you. Uh, you're born in Rwanda, Central Africa. Your mother was a bookkeeper. Your dad was a church pastor. And you're one of five kids, second born. And at the age of 15, you go to Kenya. And there you pursue growing up and eventually wind up in Johannesburg, South Africa, at high school. And your activities are DJ and participating in theater plays. So th this is interesting. And then you move from there to the University of Pretoria in around 2000. And you're pursuing a bachelor's degree in marketing of which you soon leave the university to get on with your career endeavor of being a DJ slash adventurer. So you, you're an international traveler through your efforts of goodwill. So it, it's quite an impressive story. So we're catching up with you here on your uh, completion of going through the United States and having donations for your organization, providing the money back to Africa. So share with me how this idea came to be uh, when you decided to do it. And now that you've completed it, share with me uh, how you feel about what happened. Like you said, you know, I'm a career DJ and as DJs, I realized that you have a lot of, you know, I usually work from Thursday to Saturday, which is the weekend. And I have a lot of time during the week. So one day I was walking by, randomly walking by a bike shop and I purchased a bike and I started riding it. And I really enjoyed it so much that, you know, I kept going at it. And before I knew it, I'd ridden across Canada, you know, and that was a, a, self, a journey of self-reflection. And then... Uh, years later, I would embark on a world tour that did not happen because the pandemic, you know, COVID-19 interrupted it, you know, after doing a few countries in Europe. And when I returned to Canada in 2020, I was in lockdown, nightclubs were closed because as DJs uh, were the first one to be sort of like put on hiatus and were the last one to reopen. And uh, so I decided to ride across Canada again. But this time I'd realized that my bicycle journeys were attracting a lot of attention online, on social media. And I figured, you know, I get enough attention. I'm sure I can share it with a good cause. Uh, usually the trips were for my own personal, you know, adventure spirit. However, I realized that, you know, 
I, I ride bicycle for fun and for adventure, which is a privilege. But somewhere a whole continent away, the continent of my birth, you know, bicycles actually empower people because those young pupils are able to go to get to school. Believe it or not, in some countries, I mean, in some areas in the world, the reason somebody never went to school was because they could not get to school. And the bicycle uh, bridged that gap. So towards uh, 2021, uh, again, you know, we're still, the world was pretty much on lockdown. And I needed, and I knew it was, things were about to reopen and I had six months. And I decided, oh, why not use those six months to ride around the US? Because I realized by then that also my trip around the world was pretty much, you know, I could not continue it because the world has changed. And had given myself five years and already I was I was already on year three without moving. So I decided let me do one last big epic ride. And I decided the US for the simple reason that it's um, south of Canada where I currently live. Um, and so it's close to home. And also culturally, it's more or less similar. And the US is also the country where I have the biggest fan base, you know, as a DJ, but also, I guess, as an adventurer. And I have so many friends there and I figured, you know what, this is the best country. But also the U.S. is a country that fascinates me because as a Canadian, I've been into the major cities, but I've never been into, you know, the, the parts that sort of like, you know, the rural areas the yeah. part outside the big cities, you know, like most, I guess, like most tra- uh, travelers, we all go to the major point, but we don't know what's, you know, what the rest of the U.S. Look like, looks like. So then I decided, okay, let me make a trip out of it and make it a fundraiser and in uh, february 2022 which is of this year you know i left vancouver where i currently live across the border into the us and off i went uh the ride took me six months it had a lot of ups and some small downs that were you know unforgettable and um i really got to see you know to get spoiled by um, you know the kindness and generosity of american people and I really got to see some of the places that I dread about uh, or dreamed about. Uh, for instance, riding across, uh, I mean, along the Pacific Coast Highway in California. Yeah. Or, you know, riding into a desert because I've never been in a desert in my life. So it was quite something. Yeah. And I've ridden across Canada. So I'm used to big countries. But I also realized that the U.S. is really big. And But the difference versus Canada is that it's populated. So I was never really in the middle of nowhere for, you know, for more than six hours and um yeah so the trip was amazing it was life-changing and like i like to tell people it seems like i was on a bicycle but the trip felt like a pilgrimage because most trips are really for adventure the first trip across canada was more soul searching you know i was reconsidering my dj career after 20 years i was wondering if i was going to carry on with something else you know some people go around the block to think i decided to ride across canada (laughs) and on this one one, um, I felt that I was going to do something for charity but it turns out that this this trip was more about some sort of like spiritual journey and pilgrimage and also to find my role on this planet because the the love I got from Americans also helped me I guess love myself some more because I said you know if you tend to get a warm welcome and people tend to appreciate you perhaps you should be as kind to yourself as people are with you you know and that it was really eye-opening and also this trip was full of challenges the wind mostly was the biggest challenge because uh you know 
the wind you can never escape it if you're going in a circle well you're mm-hmm. gonna have to face the wind at one stage and in in moments when i was down you know americans picked me up i mean not literally but figuratively hosted me fed me you know gave me a place for shelter rode with me or you know you know it was really it's it's something it was it was too much love and it's something i'll never forget about that trip Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. I want to mention a few things here now. Um, you mentioned how kind the American people were to you. And you have over 500 plus deep dish remixes. And 7 billion hours streaming on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. So, I mean, you're an extremely popular man on an international level. And uh, I got to throw this in there. You have the Guinness Book of World Records, longest bike ride across any single country. So, while you were trying to collect your thoughts, instead of going around the corner and hopping on the bike, you drove around a country or rode around a country. So... Uh, let me ask you this, because I'm intrigued by the fact that this is an incredible giving of yourself for your homeland and your 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 people as well as yourself. So you find out you you had a greater reward uh, than what your actual intentions were. So how does your father's influence as a pastor affect you growing up or even now as an adult? I really believe that. The biggest gift that my parents, I mean, my father, my parents, I'm going to say them, uh, gave me was, you know, like the faith and putting me into good schools. You know, those are really, and, you know, uh, first of all, you know, I grew up in a Christian family, obviously, and, you know, I followed the, I followed the faith out of culture. But then I realized that by the time I got to university and I left home, it's something that I kept for myself. And so, you know, and my father is a man of prayers. He prays a lot. And I realized that, well, you know, it's something I picked up from him. And the fact that I went to good schools, you know, it really opened up my mind. And, and this is actually the funny part because for him, you know, I mean, for him, and I'm, I'm going to include my mom there because both my parents sent me to good schools and, you know, they influenced me with the way, uh, with the faith. Um, for them, they were sent me to good schools with the intention of making a lot of money because that's financial stability. And then going and getting a big, you know, getting a big house and getting married and having a family. Because, you know, that was the, that's what having a good, happy life means. Whereas for me, what I learned at those schools is that, you know, the most important thing is to follow one's dreams and desires and money. Yes. Money make helps, you know, makes the world go around, but it does not, it's, it's not the root of happiness. So that's why they were a little bit shocked and surprised when I decided to drop out of university, for instance, to become a DJ. Oh, I'm sure. I'm you sure. Know, absolute shock. And they told me, you know what, if you want to go that, do your thing, just do it. But, you know, in the, and in the mind, I thought I was just going to do it for like six months and then, you know, and be back at it, you know, come back to university or this and that. And and they realized, oh, this is actually a serious profession because one day I was paying them a visit and I was, and they overheard me on the phone negotiating a deal. 
you know, a booking and, you know, and telling, and telling the client what is it exactly that are required and, you know, giving them like method of payment and a deadline of payment. And then they told me, like, this is actually a serious business. I'm like, yes, it is. And it, it can pay very well, depending on how, how much somebody gives it. For instance, for me, I usually chose to work three times a week. You know, if I chose to, fly, to, to work five times a week, or if I chose to also spin at uh, weddings or a lot of corporate events, I could make a fortune out of it. However, you know, for me, I mean, I lived, I lived in Montreal at the time, and Montreal is a very inexpensive city to live in. So with just working three nights a week, I could make a very comfortable living. So yes, the influence of my parents is actually what dictates uh, my life today. Because also, um, again, with the thing with the good education is that I read a lot of books and, uh, you know, uh, I was a big fan of the author Jules, Jules Verne, who wrote, a, you know, many books about travels and epic uh, ex- ex- expedition. And one day, I, you know, when I was a kid, I was, I, I told myself one day I will go around the world and I will travel the world, you know, and I would just, just go be. How old were you when you said that to yourself? I was probably eight. Oh, my. Yeah, from, that, my, like from a very young grade. age. You're really young. Yeah, from a very young age, I was reading like uh, high school books, you know, because I loved, I loved to read, so I didn't want to read like a kid's book. I wanted to read like what, you know, I would go, I remember I would go into, I was in primary school and I remember I would go into the secondary school library. And oh, wow. There, you know, and, and the librarian, uh, the, 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 not the librarian, yeah, the librarian, yeah, the librarian would ask me if, I understood those books and I said yeah and every week she would give me two new books to read so and most of them were about travel or history and so you know to get back to your question you know what influence did my parents have on what I'm doing uh, now it's 100% of everything because a they gave me the education to sort of like shift my mind and number two with the faith uh, I'm able to go forward because if you were part of what I do is going in faith because i don't know what's what awaits me or sometimes i just have to make the first step and then the world comes around and so and for them sometimes i know that they look at me you know because i have uh, four siblings and they all have traditional you know secure well-paying jobs and sometimes they look at me and they're like what happened with this one meanwhile they don't realize that it's actually thanks and it's not because it's thanks to them that i get to be free and to enjoy this life that i love so much if you have a story to share, tell us how are you going to leave your mark? Contact us, leave your mark with our host, Vince Cortez, be our guest. That is awesome. Let me ask you this. So then you're drawn to the music. To me, the, this, the music is one of the magical gifts of this world and the vibration and the tonality. So, I mean, you're getting fed in a whole different way with creating this music watching the audience respond to the music and then how the evening plays out. And then there's a residual effect to this because music's a wonderful thing because you play it over and over and over as you're streaming of over 5 billion hours is proof of that. So this is an energy that you're creating. So how does this come to you? And now that you've been doing it for so many years, how have you mastered the skill of being a DJ and blending music and sound? I have the very rare privilege of playing what I want to play, which is most of the time DJs adapt to the crowd. Whereas now I've, I've adapted, you know, I've made a name where people come to hear what I have to play. 
you know, and this is, and of course it's, 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 I would say it's a skill that can be learned. You know, I've been doing this since I was 15. So it's also, you know, sometimes people ask me like, how do you pick music or how do you play? I've been doing it for so long that I don't know. I just, it just comes to me, you know, I can go into, into a room. I can go, even if I don't know the audience I'm playing, I can just, you know, it's people, it's reading a room, you know, there's an expression nowadays, there's a, there's a whole, you know, popular saying, you know, read the room. And that's what I've been doing since I was 15, you know, and it's also, it also helps with the ability to live and interact with people on a social level because, you know, I'm used to reading people, you know, and, I can tell when the crowd is getting bored. I can tell when people want, you know, I can feel the energy when people are a little bit maybe excited or maybe when they're feeling melancholic and I can adapt my sound to that. And what it brings back to me is fulfillment. And it's, I find it very interesting that sometimes since starting my YouTube channel that go to those millions and millions of, uh, you know, listeners, I don't feel the need to be live in front of a crowd anymore because I get my artistic um, fulfillment from going online and seeing people telling, you know, telling me that they enjoyed my music. But also I feel a sense of uh, accomplishment because I've, I realized very quickly that people were, for me, when I listen to music, I'm listening to music. Whereas it turns out that the rest of the world, music is soundtrack to whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it can be in the best of times or it can be in the hardest time you know i've had people messaging me telling me that during the concert you know the uh, chemo you know for the one year chemo they were the goodbye thanks to my music you know i had people telling me that they were mourning the you know the loved ones and they couldn't sleep and then one day they discovered my mixes and for the first time in one year they could have a full night's sleep wow you know? And I've had people telling me that, you know, they, they, their class was, you know, they could not control the class and the, the children were out of control. And then one day they started playing my music and then my, the music would, you know, calm the class down and they could focus. You know, I've had couples telling me that, you know, their marriage was falling apart and the kids, you know, could feel wow. it. So it was breaking the family apart. And one day they started, you know, making food together and they would play my music as soundtrack. And it brought the family together. So whereas in a nightclub, what you're getting is people who came and had a good time and then they go home, which is not bad. But when you, you know, when the music streams, then it's also takes, it, it's almost like, I'm, you know, my music is touching people's lives in different ways. And one day I was, I'll never forget, I was in the Arctic Ocean freezing my butt off and I was so cold, but I was tired and I sat down on the side of the highway and I was so like, you know, I was like feeling like I was really feeling tired. And then for some weird reason, I got, you know, I didn't have a lot of cell service, but sometimes I would get some intermittent phone service. And then I went to my YouTube channel to quickly see if it's because I'm always scared that somebody's going to hack it. So, <laughs> and then I was reading the comments and I'm like, and I told myself, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by absolute nothing. And yet, are there a hundred thousand people? As I, as I think of this, out there listening to my music, so my work is affecting people. Meanwhile, I'm out here, almost freezing to death. And it was quite, <laughs> it was quite a revelation. Yeah. And, and for me, like I said, it's, it's, it turns out how most people see, for instance, my, you know, me, most people come and thank me for the music and this and that, but they don't know that I'm actually the one who's grateful because 
you know, my heart is, well, you know, my heart is full and I feel accomplished. You know, some people want to build the biggest castle. Some people want to, you know, to have the most millions. Some people want to, you know, for me, when I grow up, I'm already doing it and I've already done it. <laughs> the fact that I'm impacting people's lives that way through music or through my adventures. I mean, I think wanting more would be a little bit of, uh, you know, it would be rude. Well, so I want to ask you a couple of questions here before we go. So your fulfillment is, is in the gratitude that the people provide you with your mu the sound of the music, how your music affects them. Um, do you have any more of these type of riding across the country uh, events planned in the near future? For now, I'm going to give it a break because I've been doing this since 2016. Okay. And my body's tired. But also, <laughs> most of my trips are minimum six months. And which means that I also need to start doing, quote unquote, adult things like, you know, settling down, meeting somebody. Because when you meet somebody and tell them, I'll be right back, I'm going, I'm going to be gone for six months. <laughs> you know, the person is like, okay, why do you need to be in a relationship, you know? Yeah, and you know, but also, uh, I see that the world is, uh, you know, I need to sort of like, even though I live in a free manner, I found that I live in a, I'm a little bit care careless, so I need to start, you know, saving money, and you know, I'm 43, I'm not getting younger, so I need to make <laughs> adult decisions right now. You're still young man. Well, I appreciate you coming by and sharing your story. This is incredibly heartwarming. And I want to definitely watch more of, of what you're doing. So I'll be in there while you're streaming and checking out your your new musics. But in the meantime, when everybody comes by, I ask them how they'd like to leave their mark. And I would like to know how you'd like to be remembered. I'd like to be remembered by, from you know, he made good music and he told funny stories. But if I could be remembered as that, and if people felt good or better you know interacting with me as a person or my works that's a bonus but i hope that's what i'm doing as a living person because i tend to focus more on the being alive than in the future because i'm not going to be around to enjoy the future <laughs> your music will <laughs> well that, that's incredible you're touching a lot of souls and you, the reality of what makes you happy and being most important and you feeding that that's also encouraging and inspiring as well. So taking that risk and being the DJ and the adventure that you are, we all benefit from it. So appreciate you coming by and uh, I look forward to seeing what you're going to be up to next. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Mark.